grief. You have joined us for episode 19 of Talking Nuts. That's right, me and my good buddy Parky. We are chronicling Charles Schultz's 50-plus year epic newspaper strip, Peanuts. I am the chief. I am joined, as always, as the aforementioned co-host. It's you, Parky. How you doing, chief? Yeah, I am ill. Is, I, I tell you what, mate, you do sound it a little bit. Um, yeah. I'm, 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 and also, I've just sort of kind of woken up within the last half an hour, so I've got that... You know that kind of voice that you get in the mornings where it's about six octaves oh, yeah. lower than, than your normal voice? Yeah, I, I, I'm full, like, kind of like, you know. Barry White, last... full on Barry, Barry White. White yeah. Yeah. yeah, you got what I need. Um... Yeah. That's uh, Teddy Pendergrass. Is this voice not deep either? Uh, his was also deep, Teddy Pendergrass, yes, yes. Um, yeah, yeah. But there yeah. you go. I, I can't believe where, where this is, we're on, this is April, so this is April. 1952. Yep. We're, this is 18 months in. This is our. This is the one and a half year mark. Yeah. Quite incredible. Incredible scenes. Yeah. Incredible yeah. scenes. If we were a toddler, if this podcast was a toddler, it'd be walking. Yes. Um, and probably doing a bit of talking. I don't know. I know nothing yeah. about kids. That's your. That's, <laughs> that's your. That's your realm. Have they started school yet? I'm not too sure. Mm, no. 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 <laughs> not in this country. Not in this country. So how um how you been? How's your week been? Uh, pretty junk because the two-week kitchen makeover is now into its fourth week and will actually stretch into its fifth week next week. So, listen, uh, if you were, let's say you're building, let's say you're doing a kitchen and it's an eight-week job and you're two weeks over, then, okay, fine. But on a two-week job to be two weeks over, that's like <laughs> if, you, if you're building a bridge and it takes 10 years... And then it actually, you say 10 years, and it actually takes 20 years, people are not happy. It's like, you know. No. Your kitchen. 200%, is, it, 200% plus on completion your, time. Your kitchen, your kitchen is, is, um, is HS2. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. HS2 project has been localized within your kitchen yeah. as some sort of weird metaphor. Um, and they're just going to cancel it soon. They're just, they're just going to like say, oh, I'm no, just going to not you know, turn up and finish yeah. it. Because basically, I had my third leak of them fitting this kitchen and when i called the guy out i went a bit hard into him he said he opened the door i opened the door he said all right how you doing i said not good because this shit show of a project you're managing or supposedly (laughs) is giving me massive stress and anxiety Uh, and he went oh okay Um, and then (laughs) then uh, i i picked out all the remaining flaws and defects that needed fixing he said, oh, yeah, we'll get our guy in. I said, what, today? He goes, oh, no, no, we're all on other jobs now. he just have to come around ad hoc as and when he's got time. What? Well, I said, well, I'm going to pay you ad hoc as and when I feel like it. Um, <laughs> That's the right withholding funds. I'm withholding funds until he gets it done. Oh, mate, I, I, can't, even, I can't even begin to just imagine the stress of that. Um, and is, is Weatherspoon still... Um... <laughs> Providing a, a, a substitute for your well, uh, for your the morning. Freedom, the freedom breakfast. I'm going to go and have one today. The two pound nine p freedom breakfast. Which, I can't believe that. Well, it's two pa- so I sent a picture to my mate, and I was like, "It's two pound nine p." He goes, no, "I don't believe you." I was like, "Well, look, I, I thought I actually paid for it. I showed him the the um, <laughs> Apple Pay receipt, and he goes, no, "I don't believe you." I showed him the the a screenshot of the menu. He goes, "No, no mistake. I don't believe you." Um, and then he spoke to his missus about it, and she said, "Oh yeah, this is actually a Weatherspoons project for homeless and impoverished people. They do this <laughs> two pound nine p breakfast." 
and, no, the, I am unemplo- actually, and the unemployed. I'm not homeless, but I am unemployed, yeah, and the unemployed. I fit that category. Yeah. So I said, should I feel yeah. guilty? He goes, no. He said, get two on, <laughs> on the same plate. You're not so unemployed. I'm going to go you're... spend £4.18 and get four eggs, four hash browns, four mushroom, four tomato, du- uh, four bacon and double beans. I love it. I love it. Um, so, there you go. Yeah, I, I thought you're not you're not unemployed either, Chief. You're just not not yet no. employed. Taking a break it's from working. T- taking a break from working. That positive yeah. mindset. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, quick question, Blue oh. Parky. Uh, What's that? Why Why is the Philippines spelt with a PH and yet Filipino is with an F? Good question. Good is question. That, I think, I think we some should put kind that of, to our listeners, is especially that some those kind of, who, are, who are from the Philippines. Is that some kind of uh, American appropriation or some kind of something there where they've decided that you know it's PH and F? Oh, possibly. Don't know. Don't know. I um, it's um, yeah, because it's yeah. So it was a Spanish, it was a Spanish colony to start with, wasn't it? The Philippines. So right. we, we might have to get in touch with the Spaniards to find out yes. kind of what's going on there linguistically. What I find funny about the Philippines, it's not about the Philippines per se. It's actually about Western history. Because yes. we, we Westerners think uh, the first person who circumnavigated the, ro- the world was this Magellan fella. I think he was Portuguese. Yes. He left out from Lisbon or whatever. And he's like, oh, Magellan, first man around the world. No, he didn't. He got as far as the Philippines. Pissed off the, lo- <laughs> pissed off the locals. And, and, and they had him. Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that re- that record, I don't understand why that persists, this myth. Okay, like, yeah, it was still his ship that made it around the world and his crew right. or whatever. But he didn't. He's, you no. know, he, he's, yeah, anyway. It's just anyway. one of my, my, my parts of history that, that gives me the uh, gives me the hump, okay. Chief. Uh, what, what have you got? Oh, we, we started this episode in a real bad mood, didn't we? Oh, yeah, um, sure. I've got, yeah, I've, I've, had a, I've, I've, um, I've had a sort of good week. I'd, um, I went to, so in Ramsgate last week, we had a, uh, uh, like, one of these, you know, these um, sort of kind of little market stalls where you get people who have made their own stuff. Um, yes, yeah, yeah, and uh, it's all it's all like kind of great stuff, and people are you know make, making things, and like they're self producers, and they're earning money like off the very sweat of their own toil, yep. um, of their own sweat. <laughs> but like like half the stuff you go, I, I always feel I always feel guilty, and I, I, I like when I walk around, I can't look at anyone because like they they've made these things, and like a lot of them, I'm just like I I don't I don't understand what the need is for that. Yes. Um, what I mean, what what is the point in this? Like, um, and why and why is it forty five pounds when I can get it on Amazon for four quid? Yeah, yeah. Why is this bar of soap? Um, anyway, but like you know, people do like it, and and I'm glad. And there was one stall there, guy. I don't, I almost don't want to say what he was selling because it it makes me feel bad and it hurts my heart to say it. Sure. Um, and I was like, I said to I said to Lucy, not the Lucy. I said, who buys this? And she goes, I think they look really cool. I was like, thank God for that. I'm I'm just glad. <laughs> Like out of out of one hundred percent of the people I've asked about yes. this, one you know one person does like what this person was producing. It was yeah. knitted cactus for, okay. for. So he did say it in the end. Yeah, I did say it because you know I needed it, didn't it? There's going to be people yeah. who'd be leaving this podcast in their droves because I failed to yeah. sort of close the close that circle. But there was someone there. Um, I, I was walking around and there was someone who was selling their who, like homemade knitwear, like things you can wear, not like cactus, but. Yep. things that you can wear and the first thing i saw was this cardigan that had snoopy on the back it was a peanut oh was, i know mate it was amazing and then it turns out that the person who does it um is, listens to uh, this podcast 
No, no, no. <laughs> Hadn't heard of the podcast. Hadn't heard no. of me. Um, no. it, she, didn't, so know, she, didn't know Snoopy was, just found a nice <laughs> image on the line. <laughs> no. She, no, she loves she loves Peanuts. So it turns okay. out that she is the niece of not Lucy, not the Charles Lucy's Schultz. best mate. Could you imagine? <laughs> Charles Schultz. Um, and so, yeah, I spoke to her about the Peanuts. And so obviously they kind of said, oh, get, get on the podcast. So, so, so I said yeah. to her, I'll give you a shout out on the podcast. So this is, she runs a store called, um, and uh, online called What Meg Knits. If you just Google Excellent. What Meg Knits, What Meg Knits, yep, Ramsgate, she does, she does loads of Peanuts um, um, knitting, which is which is grand. And then her, her auntie, who is Lucy, not the Lucy's um, good friend in Ramsgate. I come home the other night and she's given me a, as a present a, yes. a pack of um, peanuts coffee. It's like called Donut Time Coffee, Ooh. and I, I I quit I quit drinking coffee at home because I was starting to get the jitters. Yes, because once I started my coffee in in the day, I can't stop. I just love it. Um, so now I've got this pack of coffee I have to get through, which is good. So I might just use that for like the winter months. You know, like when, when 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 life is hardest. So yeah. Um, so thank you to to that family. Um, so that's an, that's another sponsorship we've got there. So um, we can add Siobhan um, to my, my good homie Fraser, who bought me the um, the Linus mug, um, yep. yeah, as, as sponsors of the show. Um, it's not it's not quite you know going to allow me to quit my job yet. No, but, um, we're not we're not far off. No, good stuff, good stuff, yeah, good stuff. Let's before we get into snack, let's do the usual. Let's check uh, the email to see that nothing's come in. Uh... <laughs> we got one. We got yes. one. It's yes. like uh, it's like Janine in Ghostbusters. We got one. Um, here we go. <laughs> Andy Morris, friend of the show, Andy. Hi, Chief and Parky. I love the show this week. I'm having to listen to it through my phone on loudspeaker while I drive into work. Some blockhead drive into my car, so I'm having to use my <laughs> wife's car at the moment. <laughs> it's an older car and doesn't have Bluetooth. Anyway, your fascinating discussion on the difference between sports and games inspired me to do a bit of desk-based research, and I found this. And he's given us a link, which I'll forward on to you, Parky. Uh, it's a long article, so to summarise it, sports and games are similar. They are fun and can be played competitively. Sports seem to be defined as a category of games, while a game is a specific event. E.g., my favourite sport is football. I can't make it to the game this Saturday. To be honest, I think Chief's definition is more sound, and if I ever hear Britannica are looking for a new editor, I'll send them your way. Finally, this popped up on my Facebook earlier, and I thought you might like it. I'll send this to you, Parky. And it's a little picture of uh, Lucy with a zombified Charlie Brown in a hospital bed, and it says, American werewolf in London, Charlie Brown. Oh, it's actually like yeah, it. a werewolf, not a zombified. Cheers, guys. Looking forward to episode 19, Andy. If you want to be like a legend such as Andy, you can do that. All you've got to do is get in touch with us at wetalkpeanuts at gmail.com, talking peanuts on X or talking nuts on Instagram. And you can be just like Andy and get a shout out on the show. What more do you need? I love it. Thanks, Andy. That is a great email. Yeah. Um, yeah. I love it. Very good. Very good. Now, listen, Parky, snacks. Have you got one? Yes. P. Peanut snacks with a show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Peanut snacks with a show, gonna eat some peanut snacks. Oh yeah, peanut snacks on the peanut show, gonna peanut show with the peanut snacks right now. I have, mate, I have. And I've, 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 I, this is gonna be one of those snacks. You remember like the Snickers um, was an, an inevitable snack that we we're gonna have to do on the show. Yes. Um, so be. I've got another, <laughs> another Snickers. Okay, you got a second Snickers. <laughs> I've, not got, I've not got another Snickers. Oh, I've, oh, I've got I've, <laughs> I've got Reese's. I've got ah. Reese's um, peanut butter cups. 
Um, gotcha. And they are DJ Santa's Disco Lights edition. So it's a Christmas cool. edition of okay. um, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Um, and so I'm going to give these a pre-snack no. rating. No, yeah, I love that. But how, are they the small ones or are they ones where you get like two in a pack, the big ones? No, no, these are the small ones, yeah. So um, yeah, I ate half of them yesterday. I'm going to have to, like, this full disclosure, okay. most of these. So you, you're going to get kind of like 24 hours of, of kind of real kind of contemplative thought yes. that's gone into this review. These aren't kind Love of it. an immediate, you know... Nope. Um, Not you know, knee-jerk reaction the, here. No knee-jerk reaction here. This is full-on, um, yeah, review. I might get this in The Guardian. Um, so yeah, so, uh, so I'm going to give these, the reason I'm going to give these a, pr- well, the first snack I think we've given a pre-snack Wait a minute, how can it be a pre-rating if you've already had half the bag? <laughs> so this is this is a pre-snack rating from before I yesterday. had them yesterday. Okay, yeah. fine, fine, fine. I mean, I've had these things before in the past. Yeah, yeah. Um, leave that if you will, listeners. Go on. <laughs> so my pre-snack rating was one out of ten, as, as everything. As oh a my snack, God. As a snack, as a peanut butter snack. Like Reese's for me is, um, it's kind of a, a symbolic of American chocolate and American candy and just how, how bad some of it is. Um, yeah. yeah, it seems to get celebrated. Sorry to our American listeners. You do many things better than we do over here, but chocolate is not one of them. Um, and so I, um, yeah, so I, I kind of went into this with just like, like, like Lucy.me Lucy bought me this pack, so I'm not just going to throw them away. Um, yep. You know, we need to rate the good and the bad. Did and she buy so, them specifically for this segment? She did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's Excellent. very good like that. Lucy, she, Lucy. She, yeah, she keeps me stocked. Um, and also make sure I've got peanut snacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so these are for people who have not had a Reese's Pieces, um, a Reese's Pieces buttercup or cup. These are, they're, they're foil wrapped and, and also come in like some kind of cake, um, cake wrap as well. Yes. And they're so kind of frilled on the side, tapered to one end. Um, yep. And I'm going to pop one in. Do it. Mm. Okay. That is good. Right. He's that putting really that good. one out of ten in the bin. It's, mate, I'm going to go as far as to say that's probably the worst pre-event racing <laughs> I've ever done. Well, no, on planet Earth by anyone ever. <laughs> literally yeah that was terrible that was that was good right yeah and do you now feel sufficiently after having eaten half a bag yesterday and this one now do you feel <laughs> comfortable in in giving us your rating yeah so this is not a knee jerk rating that is definitely as a peanut snack yes i swear it really it really works okay yeah i'm gonna give that a seven no no oh. 7.5 Okay. This yeah. is how much thought I've given it. That's, a, that's how much it's not a knee jerk. <laughs> seven to seven point five in under a second. That's that's a seven point five as a, okay. as a peanut snack, and that's a six point five as a snack. Yes. Um, now, as a as a um, as a as a peanut strip, yeah, I'm going to give this three because okay. we've got yellow, we've higher got than orange. Normal. That's higher than normal. We've got we got yellow and we've got orange on the pack. I'm going to send you. I'm going to send you the image now. I've got the um I've got the digital phone up, um right. because uh, yeah the, the other one's giving me the hump. Um, right. <laughs> so you'll see we've got yellow, we've got orange, and we've got a cartoon Santa, um, with peanut butter cups yep. as earmuffs and and as and as goggles and he's on a sleeve. Sure do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's quite a it's quite a peanutsy vibe on the front. So yeah, yeah three out sure. of ten. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Uh, I'll see what well, I can rustle up. Next week, 
for Snack for the Show. But let's dive into April 1952. We'll start with overall thoughts for this month. I gave it, I gave it 6.5 out of 10. I thought it was, um, yep. I thought it was a, a, a solid month. Yeah, it was nothing, nothing that kind of blew me away big time. Um, but it certainly, you know, it certainly wasn't the week before, which, um, which I struggled with. So yes. yeah, six point five. I've not given any notes as to why I gave it six point five. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I sort of enjoyed it. How about yourself? Yeah, I think I'll go similar. I think I'll go six point five as well. Yeah, there's a good yeah. mixture of of comedy, good mixture of repeating gags, and mm-hmm. yeah, just n- no real stinkers. I think so. Six point five for me as well. Yeah, I think um I think this month we've we've um we've seen um, Schroeder kind of grow up a little bit. Like he's starting to get, he's starting to kind of catch up big time with Charlie Brown. Yes. Um, I think it must be, it's because it's spring, isn't it? He's, um, exactly. yeah, he's, 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 he's growing. And I think this month as well, I think, and just further to the email that we received about sports and, and games, there's a couple of questions here and I don't know, if, have you done, your, have you updated your sports? I think um, we had two editions for baseball this month. Two editions for baseball. But there's two, did we discuss horseshoes last week? We did, and yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, because I don't think you can bet on it, uh, we, we discounted oh, yeah. it, because Horseshoes, again, features a couple of times here. It does, and there's also another one, Athletics. Ah. I don't know if you co- collared that one. That is on the 19th of April. Come have a look. Right, okay, yes, because they are effectively, uh, Snoopy and Charlie Brown are in the, in the go stance, effectively, yeah. and they're having a race. Yeah. They're having a race. Um, I'll put it down. Athletics one. Athletics, <laughs> athletics one. I don't hold out much hope that athletics can overtake golf, American football, or baseball. But you never know. There's a lot. No, of no. Charlie, there's a lot of peanut strips I haven't read. I do like. I do like Charlie Brown's. Um, yeah, uh, like kind of get up at the start. Like I thought from that point, you know, or maybe he he could give Snoopy a, a like a, a race here. But right, no. Yes. But panel two. He's already a full two body lengths behind. He's full, yeah, he is. It's because you know why. I mean, it's probably because he's just started. He's just up out of the traps and yep. he's, he's slightly forward. It's not until pain three where he gets into his more regular Michael Johnson <laughs> Michael style. Johnson. His Michael Johnson style stance. Um, yeah. um, but like unlike Michael Johnson, he he um, he failed miserably. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's not the greatest athlete of all time. No. Now look, there's or, a couple uh, of strips here that I didn't particularly understand the gag. Well, mm. no, that's not true. I did understand the gag in one of them. But kind of abstracty. So on the 8th of April, Lucy, the Lucy, is sat down reading a book. And she's A for apple, B for boat, C is for car. Then panel two, she's changed position. And she's J is for juggler, K is for king, L is for lamb. And then panel three, she's like, uh-uh. And she looks to the audience. And then panel four, she's throwing the book over her shoulder, walking off. And she says, L is for Lucy. What, what's going on there? Well, it's because I think you've I think you've misread the uh uh-uh. uh. You've, ah, you've wait a minute. Uh-uh L- as a ah, no, no, I've completely misread the strip because she's already said L is for lamb, and then she's like, no, L is for Lucy. I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Reading, wow, <laughs> reading really is a thing that people should learn to do better. Yeah, uh, to be honest, mate, I I I had made exactly the same error. Um, I I was like L is for I don't get it, and then it was I had to go back and sort L is for lamb, and then it's like. The uh uh-uh uh isn't a uh uh-uh, uh. It's a uh uh. It's a gotcha. Yeah. It's a it's a yep. um, exclamation now, rather than a question. Yeah. Now this strip, which I didn't particularly like, now I really like because she's like, I do not need this book anymore because it is wrong. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So she's go. got a bit of chuck about her. It's like I, yeah. I am right. Yeah. 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 Okay. Fine. 
So let's go forward to the one other strip then that that one I said didn't make sense now does make sense. There's one strip that doesn't make sense instead of two, and it's April 28th. Okay, so Lucy is bouncing a ball in panel one. In panel two, she's still bouncing it, and then she hears over her shoulder, Lucy, supper's ready. In panel three, she walks off, and the ball is bouncing. It's about to come down, you know, have its last few bounces and, and go down flat. And then Charlie Brown's come over the hill with a question mark, because this ball is still bouncing. Yeah. Even higher than in panel three. Yeah. Uh, is that just Chuck Schultz just just playing silly buggers there, isn't it? And just having a, having a having an abstract gag. I think so. I think yeah, like the ball's still bouncing. There's like um, there is a bouncing ball gag. Uh, I think a few days before on the 24th of April, we've got Lucy bouncing the ball in front of Snoopy. That's right. And Snoopy's following it with his head, and then Lucy's um. Pain two, look, Lucy's still bouncing the ball. Pain three, she's bouncing it faster, indicated by like more of the lines and Snoopy's head moving up and down. And then Lucy's gone with her ball and Snoopy's just left in pain four with his head going up and down, um, still kind of following the ball that's not there anymore. So, yep. yeah, I think <clears throat> it's almost like an extension of that that gag, I guess. Um, yes, yep. yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it is a bit, you're right, it is a bit abstract. Um, I didn't mind it. I quite, like, I quite liked it. Yeah. Um, it's almost like Lucy's got this kind of, superpower of being able to kind of keep a ball bouncing it's like she solved perpetual motion um at the tender age of of whatever she is too she's yeah yeah very yeah. good very good lucy lots of very kite lots of kite based uh strips this month yeah that's that yeah that's very true um did you have any down as like a, a favorite of your of the, of the kite ones because I, I did like I've, I've not got one down as a favorite but i did like the one where they're watching charlie brown out of the window now i'm gonna have to find it Oh yeah, it's it's the, the Sunday, Sunday strip of thirteenth yeah. of April where um Patty and um Patty and Violet are, are inside a house um and they're like looking out of the window um at someone who we don't know who it is until yep. the third to last pane where we see um Violet has opened the door and Charlie Brown has stormed in and he's holding a kite reel and a kite line yep. um and he's run through the house to make sure the kite can still keep going. Um I mean that's some effort, but he's, and in the final pain, he's got he's got like the Charlie Brown effort tongue out, um, and the line is going through the house, yeah. and the kite is out the back of the house. For uh, sure, I'm not, I'm not sure if that's going to work, if I'm honest. Well, we'll find out. Um, well, we won't find out. <laughs> we won't ever find out. Strip, no, we won't find out ever. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way we're going to ever be able to find out what <laughs> no, happened no. to that kite. <laughs> uh, two of my favourite strips are on the fourth of April, and. Panel one, you're like, what the deuce is going on here? Because you've got Charlie Brown on all fours going half, half. And then you've got Snoopy in some wild kind of like 1940s striped dungarees get up. Uh, saying, on standing up like a human saying, speak. And I'm like, what? And I kind of immediately knew after that. I was like, okay, fine. I know what's going on here. Um, Snoopy is dreaming. And then panel two, you've got... Uh, Snoopy again barking orders no pun intended at Charlie Brown as Charlie Brown's in the deep squat and Snoopy says sit up worried look on Charlie Brown then you've got uh, the first ever existence of Charlie Brown dog tongue in panel three <laughs> where Snoopy's throwing a ball and he says chase it bring it back as Charlie Brown trots off and then in panel four Snoopy's got this weird kind of thought bubble balloon with a kind of popping inside it as if he's woken up from a daydream and Charlie Brown says, hey, Snoopy, wake up. I want you to pull me in the wagon. Um, and uh, Snoopy's had enough of being a, a cart mule and yeah. now wants to bark orders at Charlie Brown. Yeah, 
Yeah, I, I like that. And I'll tell you what, you know, for, for readers who um, have a slightly dirty sense of um, humour, yes. that, that, that last line from Charlie Brown is quite funny. Um, uh, and I did take a photo of that and send it to a certain group chat that I have. Pull me friends. in the wag. I want you to pull me in the wag. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, well, our, ch- our child listeners won't get that gag. And it's great. It'll go over their heads. And, you know, this is why this podcast is very much, we're like the Simpsons. Yeah. We, we work for the young and we work for the older. <laughs> although we do it very consciously really. yes. um, my favourite strip of the month is actually on April 9th okay so Charlie Brown's walking along we've seen him do this before, be a paper boy you know, having a job at the age of four, now he may be a little bit older maybe he's better at his job or is he, we'll find out if he is better at his job he's whistling along, happy as Larry uh, down the path, and then he comes to a house and he sees Patty on the doorstep and he says, paper boy, and she says, fire away, and he's got it cocked behind his shoulder, and he's about to laz it, uh, you know, hopefully into her hands or just down by her feet, and he throws it, and literally <laughs> the whole paper has come apart about two feet in front of his face. Every page has just come out of this paper. And panel four, the payoff, he's happily just walking along, whistling again, as if, job done. <laughs> Very Alan Partridge, I think, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, I like that. I um. I didn't have it down, but I think you've kind of raised it in my um, my estimations. That is really funny. Like that 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 third image is just brilliant. All that paper, just yeah. It was to play Paperboy on the um on the C sixty four chief. That's yes. a good game, isn't it? Yeah. Very good game. Good game. Well, what you got for us? Well, I've got um um. There's just like look thinking thinking about that. There is, I think, there's quite a few whistling kind of scenes um, strips yeah. in this month as well, isn't there? Um, so I actually really quite like the first, the very first strip of the month. Okay. Um, yeah. So we have a um, we have Patty and Violet. They're um, they're having some kind of tea party, um, and uh, Patty is on the phone, and she's speaking to Violet, and she says he wants to know if he can bring a friend. And then Violet says in the next frame, ask him if his if his friend is cute. And then Patty says down the phone. Violet wants to know if he's cute. And um, and then in the third frame, we've got Patty saying, he is? Okay, we'll take your word for it. See you soon, Schroeder. And Violet's like, oh boy. And then <laughs> the final scene is Schroeder wheeling along this massive bust of Beethoven. Yeah. Which is just cast. It's a very good, it's a very good strip. We've seen oh, something similar love this before where Charlie Brown turns up with a snowman or something. Yes, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's this it. Is, yeah, this is very good. It's very good. You can come in, but your friend's got to stay outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think one one of the things I find funny about this is just the visual of we've got like a quite sort of like humanistic looking Beethoven bust, yeah. whereas you know, obviously, everyone else is in a very um, plain drawn cartoon face. I think that 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 kind of um, that really just makes me laugh. Um, yeah, yeah. I've Do got you get so- something. Go on. No, 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 go on. Uh, you do get something this month which we haven't seen for a while because we've actually seen very happy Charlie Brown, but here we do get one strip at least where we get back to his morose, I'm a loser, um, you know, no one likes me kind of tact. And that is mm-hmm. on the 5th of April where you see yeah. Patty and Shermie walking along with Violet in the background. And then panel two, you see Charlie Brown with Patty and, and Violet comes up and says, say, you're doing all right, Patty. This morning, I saw you with Shermie and now you're with Charlie Brown. And then panel three, uh, Patty says, well, if nothing else, I'm learning to take the bad with the good. 
And then panel four, <laughs> Charlie Brown's just walking off on his own, wind blowing hard because you can see the trees, and he just says, nobody loves me. <laughs> uh, I, thought, I, I mean, I was hoping on, on, pain, on panel three that, like, he was, that, that she was saying that the good was Charlie Brown. Because obviously yes. you want Charlie Brown to be the winner, but Shermie's yeah. done nothing wrong, really. Um, but that, that she did mean that Shermie was the bad one. But now, um, well, Ch- you've raised a point there. Maybe she was, and it's just mm. that Chuck is inferring that he's the bad. But maybe she was inferring he's the good. Yeah, his his own his own self image has shaped his response yeah. to that. Yeah, I, I had that one as well because there was a couple of the two heartbreaks for Chuck, and there's also just two days before on the third, um, we've got uh, we've got. Um, uh, Chuck and Schroeder um, standing on the side of the path and we've got Patty walking along and Chuck whistling. Now, I, I'm assuming this isn't a wolf whistle because mm. it's only got the one yeah. note and I ho- yes. I'm, hoping it's not, I'm hoping it's not the wolf whistle. Yeah. Um, and then Patty just walks past and just says humph. And then we see Violet walking past and Schroeder whistles like this obviously incredible piece <laughs> um, that's probably from Beethoven. And, yeah. then, and then Schroeder just walks off with um, with uh, Violet and then Chuck's in the back with this kind of like like um, cuss speech bubble um, that, yep. that Charles Schultz uses. Um, it's not quite it's not quite as heartbreaking as the fifth one because you know he's he's just not tried with his whistling, is he? And um, and yep. and the girls the girls obviously have higher standards, and so you know trying to play Schroeder at, at the music game is never going to work. Um, no, Schroeder no. just comes off comes off king there as he would. Um, Another whistling one. Again, and this shows off Charlie Brown's concentration, is on the 10th. He's reading a book, and behind him, Lucy is building some blocks into a tower while she whistles. And then in panel two, she's got higher, and she's on a little chair, and building blocks, Charlie Brown's reading. Panel three, Charlie Brown's leaned forward a little bit more, and she's now put a poof on top or some books on a poof on a box on a chair and then reaching up she's whistling and in panel four obviously the tower's fallen over she's upended herself all these blocks have gone flying and yet look at charlie brown he's still trying to read that book <laughs> one of my favorite things about peanuts has been from the very start is the way charles schultz draws characters who are like falling over and they're yeah. always like 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 literally arse overhead um, Mad like cat. kind of rolling yeah. in the air it's brilliant I love it. And it's not, it's quite often, it's not even for like kind of big falls. Like this one clearly is, it'll be like, you know, when Snoopy barks unexpectedly and um, like one of them will be like kind of, yeah, arse overhead. I, I, I do love that. I love that drawing. I think it adds like a, a real bit of humour. Um, yeah. It just sort of kind of exaggerates, exaggerates things. Yeah. Um, speaking, I, I of, you... speak, speaking of you doing adult humour uh, in one of those gags, you probably got the 21st of April down as well. Oh, have I missed something? <laughs> But, I'd be gutted if I They're had. walking along in the rain and Patty says, oh, yes, my, yeah, yeah. My, my rubbers <laughs> yeah. are wearing out. Thought, <laughs> Look what Charlie Brown's this... wearing. He looks thought... like bloody Jimmy Stewart or something. He's... <laughs> um, and then in panel two, they've stopped on the side and Charlie Brown says, you should be like me. In panel three, as they run across this raining road, a pair of rubbers lasts, lasts me twice as long as it would take the average person, as it would the average person. And in panel four, he says, I forget to wear them after time. <laughs> Chuck! <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I did get. I did see that one. My thought was that was like almost too on the nose. Right? But no, no. Chief went there. Chief was like, I'm not, I don't care. <laughs> All right, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that. I, re- I really like that one, and I especially Leah yeah, do like Chuck's. Um, he's like um, yeah, Jimmy Stewart, like a part, part like investig- gumshoe. He's like a PI or something. Inve- yeah, investigative reporter or something. <laughs> yeah, out on a um, yeah, yeah. That is absolutely class. It's like a scene from The Untouchables. 
yeah, um, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, what I did like about this month was there was a quite a conscious, well, not conscious, but there was quite a um, uh, quite a big return of the rats. Exclamation. Oh, yeah, this features, there's a strip here that features the first ever triple rats in a strip. Oh, yeah, I think I know which one you mean. I have that one down. So I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, I'll do the first one and then you cool. can do the second one. Okay. Um, so I've got the 11th of April as the first one. And um, it's uh, it's Charlie Brown and he's got an ice cream and Snoopy's clearly been hanging around trying to get some of this ice cream. Yep. And Charlie Brown, I hate it when he gets mean to Snoopy, but he says, you can't have any now go on home so snoopy's walking away yep. sad and then karma immediately um he dropped charlie brown drops the ice cream he's like whoops <laughs> he says rats yep. all the yep. luck <laughs> Let's love it. he didn't pick it up and go psych he um <laughs> he he just left it there and he says snoopy come on back i've changed my mind it's all yours yep. and then just snoopy walked past and it's like humph and then um, just walked straight past the cones and what it charlie brown looks sullen um, and, he, and he, yeah, he got what he deserved there, but that's not the funny one. The, the funny one is the, is the triple rats, and I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave that one to you. Okay, well, this is Sunday strip on the 20th of April, and in the first landscape elongated panel with the Peanuts logo, Charlie Brown is throwing some horseshoes with Patty. <laughs> you can see the two sticks, one at either end of the of the horseshoe pitch, if you will, and there's three horseshoes on the ground, including the one he's just thrown. And they've not even made it 50% of the way to the post <laughs> they're trying to get them round. And he's thrown it, it's gone plop. Very, his, his angle's too high. He's thrown it too too, too much angulation there. Yeah. Uh, panel two, he's tried another one, and he's going, ugh, with a tongue out of his mouth. Very off balance. I don't like his stance. Patty's in the background, hands on hips. He's thrown it and it's done a double loop in the air. Flop. Panel three, uh, Patty's turn, and she's gone, oomph. And she's done a, uh, a very weak throw there, and it's plopped. And then panel four, she's done another one. Ugh, clump as it does a spin in the air. She's got a tongue out. Then Charlie Brown. Oh, he said rats in the first panel as well, by the way. Then in panel five, he's Charlie Brown's done an oomph and a rats as he's thrown one that's nowhere near. And then panel, it's a long old strip, this one. In panel six, he's done another one. Ugh, rats as he's plopped one again about halfway down the track. And then panel next panel, Patty's picking up the horseshoes. And she says, what's the score now, Charlie Brown? And he's like, it's still nothing to nothing. And in the last <laughs> panel, she says, let's make it a nickel to whoever gets the first hundred ringers. I mean, that is not going to happen, is it? That is not going to happen. And I do love Charlie Brown at the, in his last scene there. He's kind of like like angling up the horseshoe as if as if that's got something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. And not the yeah. fact they can't even get it a third of the way towards yeah. the pole. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I or, think... he's, or he's spying the, the, the post down the other end as he's about to try again to get one on. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is exactly what he's doing. Actually, yeah, yeah, you're right. And as if that's going to help as well. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. But I think what I love, what makes me laugh, and this this made me laugh out loud. The the, the use of the rats here because it's um, it's that the rat speech bubble immediately follows like the kind of the 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 initial kind of reaction to the throw. So it's like yeah, in the, the first in the first one, yeah. it's, it's like get up there, rats, and it's like straight after it's like it's like an immediate oh, rats. Yeah. Um, and that's the, the, still for me the funniest ever peanut scene um, is the, the 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 tennis one where he misses the ball and it's the immediate <laughs> rat. It's the immediate rats. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was just thinking about that. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I like that one. Um, I'm going to go on to the twelfth. Yes, um, 
the 12th will actually go back to the 12th actually uh which is um it's the a baseball the baseball one again yep. it's sport always going to get up there for myself love a baseball um strip and so <laughs> we really are seeing this month that charlie brown does not have a throwing arm or an underdeveloped okay. throwing arm so far so in, in scene one um we've got him on the pitching mound he's 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 um he's coiled he's ready to throw he's got a good little good good stance there that, yep. that front foot is ready to ready to plant tongues out it's going to be a bit of effort and then the next yeah. one we see that he, the ball just just uh i mean it's what it goes if he's like three foot tall then it, it the first the first bounce is three foot away yes um it's it's an appalling pitch um, and it bounces and then rolls and then comes to a stop probably about two foot short of the plate um and you've got shermy is the is the umpire um you've got schroeder as the backstop and patty's batting and you see that in frame three and then in frame four, Bank, just got, we're not playing rounders. He's a catcher. Sorry, catcher. <laughs> I always said wicketkeeper. That would have been a big error. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then we see, like, so the ball is, is stopped. Um, yeah, two foot short of the plate. Um, and then Shermie, I don't know where he did his, uh, his um, umpire school in. He's like, ball one, um, which is funny. But what really makes me laugh about here is, is um, that... Um, is Patty has still got her stance up. She's still yeah. there, like, kind of, like... She hasn't, like, kind of, like, relaxed... Knowing that the ball's not going to get anywhere near her, um, yeah, she's still good. she's still ready to hit. Um, but yep. yes, I like that one. Strip. I like the one. Big fan. Yeah, yeah. Any any others that you want to uh, speak about? Yes, yeah, so I've just got the um the uh, just kind of following on from last month. Remember we had last month we had that strip where um uh, Chuck, I think had maybe two strips last month where Chuck kind of gave this awe that he, he knows he's kind of perfect or oh, that's right. a yes. touch of genius yes, they were good. Yeah. yeah there's a couple I've found there's a couple more this month as well it's kind of a bit of a new side of Chuck we're seeing yep. um, not quite as explicit but um, 17th of April we've got um, we've got uh, Patty and Violet um, they're playing sandcastles we've got Bucket and Spades um, and then Patty says to Violet I guess that's true none of us is really perfect uh, and then Charlie Brown idles up because he's listening in the background he's like oh I don't know there are some of us who never make mistakes. There are some of us who, <laughs> and then Patty just throws and Violet both throw their buckets at, <laughs> at, at Charlie Brown's big feed. Um, we got bonk bonk, um, and then in the last the last phrase, Charlie Brown's kind of like nursing a sore head with the buckets to his side. He says, "People hate to admit that I'm perfect." Um, it's got a real, no one's got, admitting that Charlie Brown. No one's admitting that Charlie Brown. I think in deep down you probably wouldn't admit it either. Yeah, and then the. Um, the the twenty third of April is the next one. We've got um, we've got Charlie Brown and Violet this time. Violet sitting on a, a poof, um, and she's got a uh, a cuss bubble um, above her. And Charlie Brown says, "See, this proves it. It says so right here in the encyclopedia." And then the next one, Charlie Brown's like with a smile on his face, like goading Violet yeah. with the book in under his arm. You know, he only learned to read a couple of months ago, so yeah. you know, <laughs> staggering the. Um, <laughs> The audacity, the, of the, the, man. the audacity of the man yeah and so he's like walking after violet now and he says now now what have you got to say to that huh smarty ha 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 and then violet turns around and says oh yeah um and she's got her fists clenched yeah um and charlie brown's kind of like back on his heels and he's like almost falling over backwards clearly been rocked by violet's response yes um and then in the last phrase last frame he's dropped the book um, Violet's kind of looking over her shoulder, sitting on a chair, and Charlie Brown goes, hmm, "Well, maybe you're right after all." Um, 
but it's just this kind of like he just wants to be right. This those first two, those those first two frames, he's just so insistent on being yeah. right, and he's like pulled out the evidence. It's like when you have a chat with someone, um, and you and you say something that you think is correct, and they're like, oh, I'm just going to check that on my iPhone, um, yes. like, whatever. Uh, yeah. So he's yeah he's um he, th- th- yeah so Violet puts him in his place here with some with a couple of big fists. Um, good to see, well done, Violet. Yeah, There's, there is actually yeah. another one where again he's kind of trying to assert his superiority. Fifteenth of April, you got Shermie uh, on the left, you got Charlie Brown on the right, and he's in deep squat, and he's in his workman's overalls. He's got a ruler in his back pocket, he's got a hammer in his hand, and he's built a little birdhouse with some steps. And um, Shermie said. That's a nice looking birdhouse, Charlie Brown. And in panel two, he's gone into deep squat himself and he says, what are the steps for? And then Charlie Brown looks, he's almost looking at him incredulously, like, are you serious? And then in panel three, Charlie Brown stood up and he says, how else do you expect them to get up there? Then in panel four, he's back in deep squat with an annoyed look on his face. He goes, of all the stupid questions. <laughs> I'll tell you what I didn't notice about this one the first time around. is Sherby's face. It's classic. It's in like, panel four. Yeah, it's like this guy's in Egypt. <laughs> yeah, it's like what what is he saying? Um, but you, uh, the, the the outfit again, Chief yeah. is Charlie yeah. Brown's outfit. I mean, he is he is like Mister Ben from from our childhood. Yes, oh, Mister Ben, incredible. Go and Google that on your YouTube machines, people. Um, yeah, desk, so, desk research, desk research ben. that. Yeah, Charlie Brown must be the best looking character in a newspaper strip in 1952. Surely, I would. I'd say yeah. I'd say yeah, yeah. I think. Um, I think maybe that's a league table we can probably draw up <laughs> at, some, at some point. <laughs> but here's that. But then you know the, the girls are also like they always come out in some classic like clothes as well. Violet and Patty yeah. are always exceptionally well dressed. Yeah, Shermie's yeah. sure. mm. a bit daggy, but you know Shermie, yeah. Shermie. Um, it was a good month overall, actually. I, you know, six point five might seem a bit harsh overall, but yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. I might bump that up half. You know, I did with the Reese's pieces. Um, I think I think this scope. Yeah, go on. In. I'm gonna give it a seven because I'm in a yeah. better mood than I was. Yeah, um, I was thinking about Magellan and, and his circumnavigation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Next month we'll be hitting up May 1952. You can catch that. Hopefully, I was a bit late getting this one out uh, this week, but hopefully back on schedule next week, 7 a.m. on Tuesday for, listen, our talks on May 1952. And that about wraps it up. So I guess all that's left to say is it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from Parky. Cheerio. Have a good week, people. See you later. Good grief. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us. Charles Schultz was a man with a vision. Drawing comic strips was his mission. And peanuts soon became a newspaper thing. So hot, hotter than a chicken wing. It's all about little kids and the hijinks. We're gonna pull back the curtain and have a glimpse. So grab a drink and some chocolate sprinkled donuts. We're gonna talk about this strip called Peanuts. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts. Peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, the peanuts for us and us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the nuts, peanuts for us. Peanuts, get on the bus. These are the peanuts, peanuts, peanuts for us.